Welcome to Kava and Kettlebells, where we talk about kava, fitness, and life. Let's get kava-fied. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kava and Kettlebells. This is Charles. Hey, guys. This is Heidi. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday for our American listeners. We're coming back after a little break, um, just celebrating with the family. As usual, if you like what you hear, please share our podcast with your friends and family. You can follow us on Instagram at Kava underscore Kettlebells. And for today's episode, we thought that we would talk to you guys about our very first Kava experience. Yeah, so we're going to talk about our first Kava experience that we had. Uh, this is actually back in 2019. Yeah. Summer of 19. Um, and then we'll talk a, a little bit about what to expect at a Kava bar. So if you are new to Kava and you haven't been to a Kava bar before, we'll kind of give you the lay down, uh, you know, kind of like the um, unwritten, unwritten rules at the Kava bar. And yeah. <laughs> kind of what to expect that way, uh, you know, you're, you, you have sort of an idea of... Um, you know what it is what when you expect. go there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. So our first kava experience at all, like we never did it at home. Charles had done a lot of research. He's the one who sort of introduced the idea to us, and we went on vacation. Well, hold on. So actually, so before the kava bar had started doing some research, I did try kava capsules. Oh, you did. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So I had, I had actually gone to Vitamin Shop and I had gotten like just basic kava capsules. And uh, I remember like taking like six or seven of them and not feeling shit. <laughs> <laughs> so initially, I was kind of turned off by it. And um, again, we talked about the the capsules prior in the podcast, but it's a very, very, very small effect. It's nothing like actually drinking uh, kava root itself. And that's more for we would recommend that more for like a subtle anxiety relief benefit. Yeah, like a daily supplement. Yeah, almost. just to help you know with your day to day. But yeah, so we were in Florida. So Charles' parents live in Florida and we were visiting them and they offered to watch our girls while we did a little vacation, just the two of us. So this was summer of 2019. So goodness, how old were the girls? Kensley was... Put me on the spot. (laughs) So Kensley was five and Madeline was about two and a half. I don't... Yeah, she was almost three, but not quite three. And so we were like, sure, but that was the first time we had ever left them sort of completely on their own at a place that wasn't our home. Like we had had people stay with them overnight at our home, but never at like someone else's home. So we were a little nervous, but super excited. And we ended up going to Miami. So we stayed in Florida and we went down to Miami and Charles had done some research and he found a kava bar. Do you remember what it was called? Yeah. So, um, Miami, has more kava bars now than it did back in 2019. Uh, obviously, if you're from Florida, you know how widespread kava bars are out there. But at the time, there was only about uh, two or three kava bars in Miami. And we went down to this one on South Beach, and it was called Blue Lotus Kava Bar. And I'm not sure if they're still open. When I looked online, uh, it said it was temporary closed, but it looked like they had some other locations open. Um, so... It, it, if you, if you do go uh, to Blue Lowe's uh, Cafe down in Florida and you know it's open, please send us a DM. Um, but yeah, we went to the one on South Beach. And I remember that morning because we took a cab there from our hotel. 
And anyone who's been in South Beach knows how fucking crazy traffic yeah. is. <laughs> and we, we left at like, I want to say it was like 11 in the morning. And we finally got down, you know, the like five miles it took to get from our hotel to the Cabo Bar at like noon. Well, I think and, it was... Uh, yeah, so we had gotten there, and it was kind of, we couldn't exactly find it, and finally the cab driver was just like, I'm letting you off here, and we're like, okay, <laughs> and we just sort of walked, and then we turned a corner, and it was there, but when we got there, it wasn't quite open. It wasn't open, so, and looking back now, kind of interesting <laughs> choice, but we decided to go get uh, Some lobster rolls, rolls. Yeah, yeah, which so... were delicious, but probably not the best thing to do right before um, drinking kava. <laughs> so like we said before, when it comes to drinking kava, typically you want to have, I would say at least a couple hours. Of at least no an food. hour. At least yeah, at an least hour. an hour. But... Kind of like a, a good pre-workout rule also. You want to eat a meal, but have at least an hour before you work out. Yes. Um, and really with that, like, it's... Uh, Again, it's not the it's not the end of the world if you have like a light meal before going to get kava. But uh, in this case, we went to I forget the name of the place too, but we got yeah. these really super good. awesome lobster rolls, and um, yeah, that piece was amazing. Yeah. But so I think we we finished up our lobster rolls. Um, I think of course I probably finished Heidi's for her, or I tried to eat yours. Yeah, I think this was before I wasn't super. I had just started getting into fitness, and so, like, I, I had been into fitness for about a year or so, but I wasn't, like, at the level I am now, so I definitely wasn't eating as much as I eat now, but now, you yeah, don't get I, leftovers anymore. <laughs> I, I feel like I definitely ate, like, half your uh, half your roll, but anyhow, so we got done eating, and then the, uh, the kava tender was opened up the, the bar then, and uh, we walked in, and... I remember it was a super cool vibe in there. Yeah, I was honestly had no idea what to expect, and I w it was super chill. It kind of reminded me, granted this was in Florida, but it was almost like a surfer slash skater vibe. Yeah, 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 I did have that, actually. Yeah, and I mean, there were, like, specifically, like, skateboards on the wall, and they had, like, a skateboard rack. Again, like, I don't know, also we grew up, we went to Arizona State University, and they started implementing that also. You had people skateboarding everywhere, so they had, like, a, like a rack where you could put, you know, your skateboard but it felt i remember it was kind of interesting because like um you know if you've been to miami you kind of know how like ritzy it is and it's very its own vibe down there and uh it this place kind of felt like i don't know just like walk into like a separate little area and it just felt super chill just kind of like a different vibe than you know south beach and all the resorts and the crazy clubs and all that kind of stuff it was just very like laid back yeah and it was Early, because it was obviously like when they first opened, so we were like, I think the first customers in there. Yeah, we were. And he was a little late, too, and he was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, we were like, come on, man. You said you're going to be open at, like, noon and <laughs> 1 o'clock. But, um, again, never having been to a kava bar before, we never had drinking kava. So we kind of went in there and just, like, really didn't know shit. Yeah. Um, and we just told him we, you know, Charles explained the research that he had done and told him, you know, what he thought he knew. And the guy just sort of educated us and we just sort of left it up to him. We we're like, all right, just, just give it to us. Like, we don't know what to ask for. So just so give us what you think is best. What we did was we started out with, I think one shell of kava. So we yeah. both had a shell and then they had this drink there and it was called. Well, so, okay. So we did the shell and he even said, he, he explained how he's like, you want to just chug it. It's not going to taste good. 
and he was correct it did not taste good and um, so again he was just like super nice super friendly just explaining everything to us people were walking in he would serve them and then he would just come back to us and just help reintroduce us to you know the culture of kava and what to do so we chugged those and um, it was interesting and then we're like okay what should we do next and so next what we decided to get was uh, kratom tea so if you go to a kava bar most of the time, depending on where it's at, um, typically it will have kratom also. Uh, so kratom is a whole different thing than kava, but uh, they can't go hand in hand, like I said, because most kava bars will uh, sell kratom or serve kratom tea with it. And kratom, really what that is, it's kind of like a natural uh, painkiller, kind of has like opiate type effects, can increase the sense of well-being, uh, can relax you. Also, some of the strains, too, can energize you. Um, we won't go super in-depth into Kratom on this episode, but for those of you that have used it before, uh, probably know what we're talking about. But what we did was uh, we ordered the next drink. So we got the Kratom tea. We started drinking that. And then we got what was called the Komodo. Well, he, yeah, the bartender, he was like, we have to try the Komodo. So he sort of, I feel like, baby steps gave us the Kratom first, then the, I'm sorry, the Kava first, then the Kratom and then we were, we're doing good. So he's like, okay, we're going to give you the, the Komodo. Yeah, so the Komodo, essentially what that was, it was a shell of kava. So just think like your traditional shell of kava. And um, took some kratom powder and mixed it in with that. And, uh, and I think it was, I think it might have had like juice gross. with it or something. No, wasn't it like berry flavored? Or no, I... this this was just straight. Okay, I, I remember I it was, it was just straight kava and kratom. It did not taste good. Okay. Um and yeah, they, they served up in the shell, you know, like, so we keep on saying shell. Typically at kava bars, what they serve kava in is called a shell. And it's either like kind of like a little like half coconut type looking thing or like maybe like a metal shell. If you go to our Instagram, we got some pictures up where we have like the metal shells at home. Yeah. And so we did, we did buy the coconuts. A lot of times at kava bars, they'll either have the metal ones or it'll be just like a half coconut bowl. And we did buy those. And they just didn't last very long. I think we used them three times, and they got holes in them. And yeah, so, get, get the metal ones. Yeah, definitely get the metal ones. They're stainless steel. You can put them in the dishwasher. Definitely last better. So now we do those. And so if you go to our Instagram, you can see pictures of us. But it literally just looks like like a silver coconut. Yeah, and we downed a couple of Komodos. And at this point, we had been sitting down. <laughs> so we, we had been sitting down. Um, and we were feeling good. We were having like an awesome conversation. And I was like, hold on, let me get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as I got up, I was like, woo. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, and I think at the same time too, I had to get up and go pee. And, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's like when like it hit. Yeah. It, it felt like, uh, I don't, it's not like, you know, like being drunk, obviously we can't talk about, you know, in prior episodes, but. Uh, you could definitely feel it. It's definitely um, a little bit different, though, be, again, because we were mixing with Kratom. Yes. So it's not, it wasn't just kava. So I'm kind of bummed that, you know, not bummed, but it wasn't just a pure kava experience. We were also missing it with, mixing it with Kratom. So it is a very different feeling, but you definitely feel more on the side of definitely like euphoric, but a little intoxicated, if that's the word you want to use. Uh, but definitely happy and you know, feeling good, laughing. 
Yeah, and I, th- I think it was, I want to say probably like an hour into our... Honestly, I don't even remember. We were there yeah, for time, a while. Time was rolling by. We and, were there um, for a while, yeah. Yeah, time time goes by when you're drinking a lot of coffee and creating together. As Riff Raff would say, <laughs> time goes by. If there's any Riff Raff fans out there, I just quoted uh, one of his songs, but... <laughs> I digress. We, we were feeling it, for sure. Yeah. And I think that's when I got another Kratom tea. Or I think I asked well, I think more we Kava. Were, we were getting, like, Kratom shots, I feel like. Because I vaguely... Maybe I'm mixing this up. You can remind me. I feel like we were taking, like, shots of something that tasted, like, berry. It was like a juice. It was, it was actual tea. So, it, it was the Kava tea. And when, okay. you, when you go to Kava bars, typically when you get Kava... Sorry. Uh, when you get Kratom, a lot of times they'll serve it as a strained tea. So, um, you know... I forget what the, I think it was maybe a berry flavor, but we got these, you know, teas and they tasted awesome. Yeah. And they were just infused with Kratom. So I think we were probably like three Kratom teas deep, which if you've uh, used Kratom, you probably know that's a lot of Kratom. And And I remember we were getting more shells too. Like we were drinking a lot and he just kept bringing us stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Dude was just trying to get his, uh, his paycheck from the morning. (laughs) (laughs) But anyhow, we were feeling good, um, having a great time. Looking back, probably just drank too much Kratom, I think, yeah. along with the Kava. And I think we just mixed too much of the Kratom and Kava together. And I think that's where uh, Heidi kind of hit her point, because I was feeling good all up until the end, but then we decided to leave. So we got the Uber, the cab, whatever, to get go back to the hotel, and then driving back... <laughs> I felt awesome. Like the the Uber driver had this music on. I was feeling it. I had like the window down. I was looking outside and so, I was just, I was feeling So what euphoric. I remember, Charles and I always play this game wherever we go. Um, maybe you guys play this game as well, but we always play the game of when we are filthy rich billionaires, you know, where are the multiple homes that we will own? And so on the way to the Kava Bar, we were there's some beautiful homes like right on the water. And we were like, oh, yeah, that's one. Like, we'll own that home and that home. And so we're driving back. Yeah, and it's, it's just listed on Zillow for $20 million, but oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's all good. We'll totally be able to do that in the near future. No worries. Um, so on the way back, Charles is, you know, has the window down, has his hand out the window. He's just feeling so good. And he's trying to play this game with me again. And I am just sitting there with my head in my lap and my eyes closed, just trying so hard not to throw up. I felt so nauseous. Yeah. And every time I opened my eyes, it was like... Like, it was at the pit of my stomach, and every time I would open my eyes, it would, like, boil up. And so I'm like, stop talking to me. <laughs> and, and looking back, that's that's honestly due to the Kratom. And because and, we ate um, right before. But it, it really was the Kratom, because yeah. m- most people, uh, especially if it's their first time using Kratom, and especially a Kratom extract, it can cause a lot of nausea. It can cause that, you know, feeling of needing to throw up. Yeah. Um, so looking back, like... We were having an awesome time there at the Kaaba Bar. Um, I think we probably just, or Heidi at least, probably drank too much Kratom, mixing it with the Kaaba. Should have just done Kaaba by itself at first. Um, but yeah. hey, like that, that's how you learn, right? Exactly. And we just didn't know what to expect either in the sense of what our body would feel like. Everyone reacts differently to it. So it was, again, a learning experience. But we got back to the hotel. Um, I think Heidi took a little nap yeah, and I woke remember. up. And I think I, I got you like some, like a sandwich and you were good to go. Yeah, but yeah. 
after that experience, I didn't, just to just to make it clear, I did not throw up. I made it to the hotel. I was good, <laughs> and I didn't like. I never threw up, so I was good the whole time. <laughs> but that was a very eye-opening experience because, again, we had never had kava before or kratom. Um, like I said, I had the kava capsules that you can get from like High Health or you know, I think I got like my vitamin shop. But actually drinking the real kava, like you know, different strains. And for me, I was so excited because I have been looking for an alcohol replacement for a while because I just, uh, I, I still don't drink to this day. Like I don't really, I just don't drink. I think the last time I drank was 2018, honestly. Yeah. Um, I drink every now and then. For example, yeah, sure, I had a, a glass, glass of, of wine. wine at Thanksgiving, you know, but it's, I'm not a big drinker anymore. But for me, um, I was just stoked because, you know, I, I don't like alcohol, I don't like drinking, it messes with my fitness and everything. Um, can't smoke weed, because I'm in the military, right? I'm waiting for that day when uh, it's available for me. But I was looking for something that I could drink to relax, to kind of get me in a different headspace. And after that experience, I was like, yo, like, the cob is Box out. checked, found it. <laughs> right, so super stoked, and that just obviously opened up to where we're at now. Um, went home after the trip. And just started doing more research online, looking at actually like how to, get to you know get kava, how to prep it, how to make it in the house, and then end the story we're here. Yeah, now. and that's where we've explained you know all the different ways to make it, and we went down that journey of just experimenting, seeing what we liked, seeing how our body reacted to it, and going down that that journey of kava. And kava bars, right? We've been to a couple now. We've been to quite a bit. Yeah, we've been to a few. So we've been to. I would say, like, every single one that's out there in Arizona, almost. Well, no. Okay, so we went to, we had been to, at first, there were only two in Phoenix. There was one in Phoenix and, like, one in Scottsdale. Yeah, there's, there was a Kava Sutra up in North Phoenix, and then there was, and Kava Sutra is actually... It's uh, a chain. So a it's, chain from Florida. Yeah. But they got um, one out there in Phoenix, and that's actually my favorite one, Kava yeah. Sutra out in Phoenix. And then there was Lacuna Kava Bar down in downtown phoenix and they also just opened one up in flax uh sorry not flagstaff sedona Sedona. Yeah. so there were those two in the phoenix metro area and then we lived in tucson and there was one in tucson since we moved we moved six months ago and i think there's seven in the phoenix metro area and then the the kava bar it's called the kava bar in tucson opened up a second location called the kava den and, yeah the kava den in tucson as well so it's really like in the past six months it's you know blown up already there's some in gilbert there's a kava sutra in tempe there's a ton so that's super awesome to see that it's really getting popular and people are starting to be exposed to it yeah then we've we've been to a couple out in uh florida along with you know our first kava experience down in miami uh been a couple in tampa but it's uh it it's really cool seeing you know Kava bars starting to expand, especially back in our home state of Arizona. I want to say behind Florida, it's probably got the highest oh, really? amount of kava bars. I think I think last time I checked, uh, Florida is obviously the most populated when it comes to kava bars. And I want to say Arizona is kind of like right behind it now. And so we are in Alabama. We are in outside of Montgomery, Alabama, which is about two hours from the panhandle of Florida. And we used to live in Pensacola. So Charles' first duty station was in Pensacola, Florida. And they just opened up a kava bar also. So that's yeah. only a couple hours from us. And I definitely want to 
put it on we our list to there. go there before we move. And what's actually cool too, we're also about two hours from Atlanta, uh, Georgia, and Atlanta actually has a Cabo bar. Oh, also. nice! I, didn't I think know they that. might have two actually. Nice. I know they they for sure have one, but. Kava bars, right? We're going to kind of talk now a little bit about what to expect when you go to a yeah. kava bar. So it's very different. When you think of a bar, you think of an alcoholic bar. It's totally, totally different. I I mean, I understand why they call it a bar because you literally have a bar and you have a kava tender. And so it it's the physical location of a bar, but it's a totally different vibe than you would think of a bar downtown. You yeah, know, when, when I think of, some drinks. When you think of an alcohol bar, I think about a bunch of... Uh, Sloppy people, a bunch of rude people, fights breaking out, agitation, or people just getting a little crazy. Hey, I also think of, because the, the last time, the only time that we really went to bars was in college. So I, maybe it's just because I was in college and that's, you know, what I noticed. But I also just think of girls in scantily clad clothing and boys trying to get with said girls. <laughs> and I'm sure, like, I, I, I you know, like, we... We go out to nice restaurants, and they always have bars attached. Like I, we, we know there's bars out there for adults. Right, right. And it's you know a different environment. Like we get that. Guys. I'm just I'm just explaining the only comparison I have. The only time I went to bars and bar hopping was when I was in college, and that's a totally different experience than going to a bar as a grown adult. <laughs> but what's really cool about a kava bar is again, it's just the vibe is so laid back it it's is so chill, so chill. It's relaxed so welcoming like you just yes. feel doesn't matter who you are you feel so welcome and so invited to just and, you know be there and here's the thing you gotta think about like when you go to kava bar like everyone's in a good mood because kava yeah it <laughs> kava relaxes you it's um euphoric it puts you in a good mood it makes you happy and it's, joyful it's not a depressant like alcohol is so the more you drink kava, like the more, honestly, the more relaxed and just happy you get. And that's what I feel like people forget about alcohol. Exactly what Charles said is it is a depressant. It's a downer. That's the chemical makeup of alcohol is to make you agitated and, and sad. <laughs> Facts though. Yeah. It is like it is. Yeah. And so the especially kava- like over, over time, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I get it. Like going out for a night drinking, like, yeah, it feels amazing. Like you're having fun and whatnot, but, like, what we're saying is, like, th- there's a come-down piece to that, and if you're, you know, consistently drinking alcohol, it has yeah. an, a depressant effect on you. But, you know, with, with the kava bar, just think, think of, like, the opposite. So you go in, most kava bars, very, very relaxed, very, very chill. Like how you said, very, very welcoming. Um, it's, I would say, um, again, like, kind of go back to, like, comparing it to a bar, it, there, there are some similarities because... Obviously, Kava Bar, they have like a bar where you can sit at, just like you would like a normal bar, and then there's a Kava tender back there. So, versus a bartender at a bar, you have what's called a Kava tender, and that's who's back behind, um, you know, the bar serving the shells, making them all the drinks. And what I found at most Kava bars, too, like there's games out there. Yeah, yeah, that is actually like every Kava bar we've been to had some sort of games like i know the the kava bar in tucson they had board games and like little video games the one we went to in bradenton by your your parents house they had same thing they had like a whole outdoor area too with um tons of games like i remember so we were there for spring break gosh was that two years ago i think it was 
and we missed our flight. So we got on the flight and it had to, they said they had no gas. So then we were waiting. Then the pilots were on crew rest. Long story short, they had to cancel the flight. So we had to spend another two days there, which was fine. It was family. So uh, it was okay. Uh, it just gave us more here, I, time. I just pulled up the name. So the Kava Social Club yeah, in was Bradenton. Yeah, the, the Bradenton. Super nice. Everyone there was so nice. So we were there for an extra day. And we had been there earlier, just Charles and I. We had, like, his parents let us just have, like, a day date. And then we ended up bringing our daughters with us. We went there before we went to the beach. And, oh, my gosh, the kava tenders were the nicest people to the girls. They were making them, like, little drinks, like peanut butter, chocolate, milkshake drinks. And they had all these games. They were playing with them. Our girls had so much fun to the point that now our girls request, like, can we go to the kava bar? Like, our daughter on her fifth birthday was like, I want to go to the kava bar. Because when we were in, in Tucson, and huge shout-out to the kava bar Tucson, that's that's like our home kava bar. I, yeah. I miss that place so much. Absolutely. Like, we would always bring the girls with us. They'd be so nice to them. and again, Make them little it's juice just drinks. And... Such a cool atmosphere, family atmosphere, and... Um, and it's the type of place where you can bring your kids there. I would never bring my kids to a bar and, like, who knows what they're going to see there. But you can bring them to a kava bar and not be afraid of what they're going to be exposed to. Like, it's just, like, a very and, friendly, welcoming place. And one thing that's different, too, with kava bars is, like, the hours. So, you know, most people drink. Okay. All right. I know there's day drinking, but <laughs> when you think of, like, going out to the bars for alcohol, it's usually nighttime. Kava bars typically will open in the morning and be open until late evening. So you can go there during the day. Uh, you can get kava because you obviously can drink kava during the day. Uh, for those of you who drink Kratom, especially for like pain relief, you know, all, all times of the day you can be drinking that. Yeah. But when you actually go to the bar, it's like I said, when you go in there, very welcoming environment, uh, super chill. Don't be stressed about if you've never been to Kava bar, like, being afraid to go in there it's very welcoming like we said there's typically a bar your kava tender back there is going to be the knowledge base right so if you've never been to the kava bar before definitely talk to the kava tender kind of ask them what they recommend but typically what you'll see is you'll see traditional kava being served and typically how it's done is again in shells and it'll be served in either like a single or a double a single just like what it sounds like is like just like you know one scoop of the drink uh where like a double is kind of like a heavier um portion of kava and they'll have different strains there depending on the kava bar uh what they should have is they should have some strains that are more euphoric more for daytime they should also have some strains that are more of the heavy kava kind of like the ones that Heidi and i like that are more for like relaxing so that's your traditional kava and then they also have like like mocktails that are cocktails, like kava cocktails, you yeah. can call them, where they mix them with different juices or coconut milk. Kava is really good to have with like a fatty substance helps it, you know, absorb and helps your body, you know, body get the, the not the nutrients. The, the kava lactones. <laughs> yeah, kava lactones. Um, so they'll ha they make it taste so good. You can also do like kava shots. I remember Kava Sutra was really cool. They had like the most delicious tasting little kava yes, shots. Kava Sutra shots were amazing. And they would they would do those with like extracts. So I remember they had them based on like different cereals, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Captain Crunch. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And when we, whenever we would go visit Phoenix, uh, we would just be like, yeah, just give me whatever. And they would taste so good. And that's another obviously cool thing about Kava bars is because at home, we just drink it traditional style. Yeah. We'll use the ball and make it up or we'll do like a serenium bag and it's just straight Kava. The taste is obviously a little different. Um, most people don't think it tastes that good. Going to a kava bar, though, like how you mentioned, they can make mocktails with kava. So they can actually make some, you know, tasty drinks with the kava. A lot of times, like she said, they'll use an extract in addition to the kava uh, to make it a little more strong. So if you are a little hesitant as far as, you know, just going drinking the straight traditional kava, you can start with like a mocktail. Yeah. Uh, you know, kava mocktail and do that. Typically, too. Again, depending on what kava bar you're going to, they'll also serve kratom. And like we mentioned, kratom is a whole different plant than kava is. And kratom has different strains. Typically, you'll see like a red, green, a yellow, and potentially a white strain. Reds are a little bit more for relaxing. Yellow and white are kind of more for euphoria, energy, and kind of green. Green's kind of like the all-around one. And they'll typically make teas out of these uh, kratom. Um, and they'll either have like the kratom powder and they'll make it into a tea or the leaves themselves. Also, you might see kratom extracts. And kratom extracts will, will typically come like in a shot or add, add to a tea as an addition. Recommend, probably for your first time to go to Kava Bar, kind of like we alluded to in our initial story maybe not mixing them yeah i wouldn't mix them i would just you know just do one or the other just to figure out how your body reacts to that specific plant first before you you mix them and obviously we're we're a kava podcast uh so we're gonna fo- we focus more on kava but kava bars typically do have kratom so that's just kind of why we're and i do you know that. like i do like kratom Again, I'll do it for, you know, when I'm on my lady days and I got some cramps, then I'll have like a kava tea and that helps it feel good. Or like we went hiking once and we stopped at the kava bar afterwards and I got like a kratom tea just to help with that sort of pain relief and um, loosen up and yeah. But anyways, so yeah, so the, the kava bar is just like a very chill experience and a lot of kava bars too, they at least all the kava bars we've been to, they have different nights, like different sort of like trivia night, or we went to one that was like stand-up comedy night. Oh my gosh. It was hilarious that they thought they were hilarious. It was was funny to laugh at them. (laughs) Um, No, I'm just kidding. Some of them were really funny, but, or they, um, we never actually got to go to it, but they did like fire, fire dancers where Mm -hmm. they would like spin fire rods. And that's actually a very traditional cultural thing with um just different Polynesian culture. yeah the Polynesian cult- cultures where the kava comes from um so that's also super cool they would also have like local vendors doing like fry bread and um selling like art and stuff like that so there's lots of different it's not just going and drinking most kava bars have like fun events that are going on as well yeah and obviously depends on the kava bar and we we follow quite a bit of kava bars on our instagram and it's always cool to see because each kava bar kind of does its own thing. Yeah. Like they'll like how you say they'll have like trivia nights or like you know even like I've seen like some kava bars do like craft days. Craft yeah, nights there was and like stuff. I did I saw that there was like a karaoke night which um, I thought sounded awesome. 
And you really, when you go in, a lot of times you see regulars, people there. So it's just a really great opportunity to meet new people and build that community with different types of people. And, you know, you go to the Cobb Bar and you know who you're going to see and just be able to hang out and have fun in a, a different way than you might be used to. Yeah, so if you've typically gone to traditional bars and are an alcohol drinker, uh, we're not telling you, you know, to stop doing that, but yeah, hey, that, like, that's fine. if you got a kava bar around you, like, go give it a try. Um, you got nothing to lose, and uh, in my opinion, I, I think you'll probably end up liking them better than a typical average bar. And again, not to, you know, we don't drink alcohol, we don't go to regular bars, so we're, that's just us. We're not trying to tell you to completely replace your bar experience, but just to supplement and mix it up and not always do the same exact thing, you know, expand your horizons and just try it out. See what you think. Yeah. And if you are a Kava Bar uh, concierge or you frequent them, um, let us know what Kava Bar is your favorite. Shoot us a message or, you know, uh, tag us in the post if you're there at a Kava Bar or whatnot, your story. And let us know because um, we travel around a little bit and we're always looking for new car bars to try. Yeah, and so we'll just do a couple quick shout outs for anyone listening. If you are in Arizona, if you are in Tucson, definitely check out the Tucson Cava Bar and then the new Cava Den. If you are in the Phoenix area, we really loved um, Cava Sutra in Phoenix, but now I think there's like three different Cava Sutras in Arizona. I think yeah, there's the, one in Gilbert and Tempe. The one that we always go to is like the Phoenix location. It's kind of like North Phoenix area, right right north of uh, Scottsdale there. And, and then Lacuna as well. Yeah, Lacuna downtown Phoenix. We actually went to that one quite a bit. And um, and then lastly, the one in Bradenton, Florida. which And, and that's Cava Social Club. Cava Social Club. So if you guys are in those areas, we would definitely recommend those ones. Those are the ones we've been to. All super nice, super great people. And um, we would love to hear ones that you guys have been to so that we can add them to our list as we go explore yeah i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode on our kava experience and also why you should go check out your local kava bar um look out we got some cool things coming up we're going to have a few people on the show this month we got coming up yeah we're excited to dabble in um interviewing people and see what you guys think so keep an eye out for that uh like how you mentioned beginning the show please share us Follow us on Instagram. Um, Kaba underscore out. kettlebells. All right, All guys. Right. We'll see you soon. Bye.